You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovic as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Welcome to Black Belt Podcasts. Today, we will introduce you to famous behavior among combat sport athletes, weight cutting. Weight cutting is the practice of fast weight loss prior to a sporting competition. Fighters can lose as much as 9 to 11 kilograms in the weeks leading up to a bout. Let's dig up into this. Hello man, it's been a long time. I saw you were competing in the over 80 categories and I didn't expect you there. How come? Hey man, yes, actually I wish I could compete in the other 80 but it was too hard to lose all these kilos. So I would have to fight with the big guys. Really? That's gonna be challenging. These guys weigh more than 95 kilos. How much do you weigh? Well, uh, right now I'm around 85, but all of it is muscles. My fat percentage is only 5%. Seriously? That's not a problem at all. I'm in the middle of my weight cutting period, and I already went from 88 to 83. Both of us should have been in the under 80 for the weighting tomorrow. And you're not a junior. Haven't you heard of techniques to lose weight? Is your coach ignorant or what? Come on in the clock room and we can discuss about this. Man, you're an elite fighter. You need to be aware of rapid weight loss strategies. Oh, I am actually. But are you really doing these acute techniques that your coach showed you? Or have you found a good weight loss management approach? Of course acute. Who wants to start for a long period? Take a look. First, you have to reduce your food and fluid intake. I'm taking, for example, a spoon of peanut butter each meal, and then, as of today, I will take only one per 24 hours. Then, you need to dry out, which is increasing your body secretions. For this, I usually use saunas and stay there for 45 minutes. While being in this hot environment, I also try to rise my metabolic rate by doing push-ups, crunches, and so on. And then, when I get too exhausted, I roll myself with a sweatsuit and towels to perspire. At this step, you may need someone to help you rip off the sweat so your body will produce some more. That sounds awful. Have you thought about the consequences on your body? I read in a study of a guy named Kodae that this dehydration can cause heart strain, kidney malfunction, or risks of shock or coma. Athletes have even died from it. Come on, I'm sure if you eat and drink straight after the waiting, everything will function well again. Please, grow up. First, as the body dehydrates, blood thickens and kidneys work harder to filter it. The organs cannot produce enough urine and this leads to kidney malfunction. And also, if you are severely dehydrated, you're gonna have a problem. That's only one out of a thousand, probably. Even a party is more dangerous for your kidneys and health than this. Don't be naive. That's not all. I have also heard from literature reviews on the subject that even fast rehydration is dangerous because it can create edemas. Edi-what? Edemas. It's when your already little brain becomes smaller because there is less, less cerebral spinal fluid. Think of the brain having more room to bounce around the skull. You'll get injured more easily for sure. 
I don't care about your medical, scientific, blah, blah. The psychological boost is so important. Which psychological boost are you talking about? According to the Sports Science Journal, it makes you angry, confused and depressed, which are not positive feelings in the competition, right? That's only one view. Coma also said that the cognitive effect on your mood is not sustained after you regain weight. So, I will be fine. On top of this, being angry before fighting can only make me more ready to fight. Also, this is part of the sacrifice of a top-notch athlete. And have you ever thought about your performance? But did you really feel strong after all of this? Of course. A study reported that winners reduced a higher amount of body mass compared to defeated athletes. Okay, and if I tell you that Mendes, Francini and others describing decreased strength, power and performance, then you will say again it's nothing? Come on, even your beloved studies say it's nothing. Relgic have found no significant change in aerobic capacity of 28 well-trained combat athletes. Also, my coach told me that most studies on that have a lot of methodological weaknesses. So there is not a great level of evidence yet. Alright, uh, let's see who will get the best result. Do you want to bet? So, no matter which strategy is being used, there are potential negative effects of rapid aggressive weight loss that occurs close to competition. Also, it may be interesting to assign some recommendations to, to fight this issue. First, the weight in testing could be modified. One, with preseason body composition measurements and allowing a maximum weight loss percentage or minimum body fat percentage, such as in NCAA wrestling. Another solution could be introducing some hydration tests, such as gravity strips, in addition to the cl cl classic weight-in. Another idea could be having random testing on competition days, such as Taekwondo's Federation one in 2018. Also, an educational approach on weight monitoring techniques to effectively change athletic behavior could be reinforced. These workshops could be illustrated with role models having moved up a weight class and are still being successful, such as Ilias Iliadis, Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org.